0: Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about all the money in the world? I am, because after all, we, we are the watchers of movies. Hello. Hello. So, last night, I started watching a movie, which I don't know if I'll finish, and I told you about, called Freelance, which was a comedy, and to anyone who's listening out there, I just use air quotes, because I didn't laugh, like, once, <laughs> and I had about 20 minutes left of the movie. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> like it was dud. like an action comedy, and I was like, okay, waiting on the comedy, <laughs> yeah, I got the action, where's the, where? where's the funny? Um maybe the joke's on you (laughs) apparently there was a very 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 awkward scene where like so john cena's in it and allison brie and um christian slater christian slater plays a pretty small part he's not a very big part in that um he probably was like you know what this will make a quick buck i'm good (laughs) 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 he's like i need a new mansion in malibu or whatever um anyway so, they like previously talked about how John Cena was like, was separated from his wife and that he still wanted to work things out. And so, naturally, there's a scene where Allison Breeze trying to seduce him. And it's so obvious to anyone who's watching that he is very, very disinterested. He, like, he is, like, giving one-word answers. His body language is very stiff and uncomfortable. Like, he's so uncomfortable. And she's like, oh, look at all these tattoos I have on my body. Oh, look at this one that's right near my boobs. Like, and she's like, holding her breast and, like, being all coy and shit. And he's like, "Mmm, cool. <laughs> like, I'm still married, you know? And she's like, so she, like, pulls him to her, like, as she's sitting on like this table and he's like okay you know like we're not no mm-mm. and and she's like oh you're still in love with your wife and i'm like yes who he's still married to <laughs>
1: Hmm. <laughs> like, Interesting.
0: They just separated. That does not mean divorce. That means they're maybe working on it. I don't know. You know, things happen. Relationships are difficult. But it was like, I was just like watching the scene and I was like, oh no. No, she's trying to seduce him. No, come on. Please, just no. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh uh. <laughs> I was like, stop. <laughs> please, this is horrible. It was just so uncomfortable. Yeah. And I just don't think I care about the movie enough which really is kind of upsetting because I like John Cena. I like Allison Brie. I like Christian Slater. Like, all together, that should be a good movie. And there was, like, some very charismatic, it's, like, about a dictator in this country that I'm, like, 95% sure is not a real country. It's like, um... Genovia. You know? <laughs> well, all, you know, like all like it seems like all fake countries end in like a ea sounding. Of course. You know, like this was yeah. Paldonia. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Um I beat the people of Romania like that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um <clears throat> where there's always like a V in it. Like it's an ea with a V in it. You know what I mean? It's always the same. Um and he's, like, so he's, like, a dictator of this country, but he's, like, maybe a good guy, and you're, so you're kind of watching this movie, and you're just, like, all right, whatever. Anyway, so it was 20 minutes, I have 20 minutes left, and I don't know if I'll ever finish it. <laughs> That's a sign of a great movie, when you don't even want to finish the last 20 minutes. <laughs> like, I was, like, going to bed, and I probably had enough time to finish it, but I was, like, you could finish this movie, or you could watch something you've watched 100 times. I think I'll watch something I've watched 100 times, yeah. hmm Yeah. And so... Would I recommend it? <laughs> Sounds like probably not. You haven't even finished it. I know. I don't
1: the interesting thing is, uh, like John Cena's kind of asexual for me. Like I don't see him as a character that gets seduced. I actually kind
0: of agree so with you. So even if
1: he was into it, I think I'd still feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> it's
0: so weird that you say that because actually I think as I was watching that scene, I was like, you know, even if he was into it, I don't know if I'd be into this because it's just like, like, he's a very, like, I mean, I he's think he's like an the attractive rock.
1: guy. To, to me, he's like the rock
0: where I see the rock very similarly. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that, too, actually. I think I've seen the rock in too many, like, like, I don't know. I don't know what to. I want to say child safe, but that feels weird to say that. No, but like
1: family friendly. Family movies. friendly. Exactly. Yeah. Like
0: family friendly roles. Where if I saw him as being like a seductive person, I'd be like, "What?" Wow. I just What's see that, happening like, here. I
1: think they're really entertaining. <clears throat> uh, I think they're really talented and entertaining when they stay in their <clears throat> lane. You know, like yeah. Um, the Rock, especially. I I think I like The Rock's movies more than things i've seen john cena in but i have seen clips of him in movies where i think he he has acting ability yeah and yeah. I, i've seen him in like the wwe and so he has he has ability to like give good promos and stuff and speak on a microphone and but i i think i like the rocks version of action star better than john cena's me too me but too. yeah i don't know there's just something like non-sexual about them and i'm not meaning like i don't mean that as an insult i just no, they just seem, totally they seem like like buddies they just seem yeah, like buddy men yeah you know yeah,
0: yeah it's it's just funny that you said that because i don't think i could ever really like put into words how i felt about that but you really hit the nail on the head where it's like Oh yeah, I guess I do kind of see them like that, you know. I mean, I love the new Jumanji. Oh, well, I didn't. The, the second one, um, th- the second one was fine. It just wasn't as good as the first one. And also, there was like a random thing with like a mystical animal where all all the animals previously had been like real animals, just like huge, you know. And so I was kind of like. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess we're just going to shit on the lore that the previous two movies established, you know, whatever. Um, And so that really irritated me. But, of course, I was watching with my friend Emily, and I love her, but she's always like, Lauren, if you question one thing, the entire (laughs) thing falls apart. And I was like, I will never stop questioning. I will never stop. (laughs) there's
1: a difference between questioning and pointing out an obvious flaw, Mm -hmm. where if they've established a form of lore and then they change it just to make it more wacky and sequelable yeah you know like this sequel will make us a lot more money so let's just all bets are off no parameters you know yeah and And that can (sighs) be really irritating
0: it is and also so like jack black plays like a 16 year old girl in the first one and I swear, Jack Black was born to play a 16-year-old girl. <laughs>
1: like, I still have to watch that movie. I haven't I seen it. I think you would really, really w- like it. I think
0: I would like it. I think, I think you'd I just, like it a
1: lot. It's just one of those movies that just sort of, like, escapes me every time. I, I own it, so, you
0: know.
1: Well, congrats. Well, I
0: mean, if you want to watch it with me, I'd be happy to watch, watch, watch it with you. We can watch it together. <laughs> <laughs> Where did we even go just then? <laughs> You're, like, totally on crack right now. <laughs> It's just our secret language. <laughs> we had a whole conversation. <laughs> there's um there's an episode of Frasier where Jean Smart as um like this really wacky character like Maris's uh aunt or something like that. And she has this like secret language with like Maris, and it's like you put a G in front of every syllable, so it's like to go to g to get a and she was so like, excitable, and so every time, like, she came on the screen, you were like, oh, my God, this character is super annoying. <laughs> it was just what, I don't know, it just reminded me of that. It's like a secret language. I Terrible, like though. Not not in a way you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it was, it was, anyway. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm trying to think of anything else I've seen. I don't think I've seen anything recently. I want to... Mike and I watched Minchang. a movie That was pretty fun It's
1: called ISS It's new I think I've heard of it Have you heard of it? I think I've heard of it oh I God. think you might have Because it's new Okay uh, Do you have a fire stick? <laughs> do you have a fire stick? I, d- I
0: d- <laughs> do have a fire stick Are killing me? I don't have a fire stick I'm <laughs> just, I'm that just that asking Because every time I turn
1: on my fire <laughs> stick there's an ad for it that's why i wonder if oh. you part heard of it is that
0: fire stick uh, uh, no i it, just have like a samsung <laughs> do you have roku i have roku yeah i do actually it's uh, in my bedroom <laughs> that's right i've got two tvs in my 50 <laughs> like 150
1: square foot apartment I've, you know what you know how many times i've thought about getting a tv in my bedroom since i moved so i used to live in an apartment that was a loft so it was Kind of like, even then, I was like, maybe I should get a TV in my room. But my room was so... Like, you could see my TV from my bedroom if I, like, looked down. It was... Anyway. But now I have a separate bedroom in my living room. And sometimes I'm like, I should get another TV. But (laughs) why? I don't
0: know. I mean, like technically the whole place is my bedroom like, anyway no i it's a, it's different i don't know it's it's just different like i love eating breakfast in my bed i just love sitting there and watching tv and eating breakfast in my uh, bed i've never so, been a fan of eating in bed but okay see so yeah, i like eating in bed. i I, mean, uh,
1: I do like to watch tv in bed yeah. i had a tv in my bedroom growing up and it was fun
0: yeah and mine is like god it's gotta be i mean i've had it since i was in college. Jeez. And I'm like 40 years years old. Oh, okay. (laughs) So anyway. Yeah, I mean, I've had it for almost 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Next year will be 20. Oh my God. I can't believe that. I think it's even older than that too. This a
1: revelation. Wow. And that is crazy it is time crazy the concept of time it's insane
0: you know what i actually have on top of it too just to add to the like nostalgia of the early 2000s is koosh balls oh people I mean, you know? that's like
1: '90s. I know nostalgia. Exactly. Yeah. that's <laughs> I exciting.
0: I bought them on eBay. They're girlfriends. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. They're in a lesbian loving relationship. They're girlfriends. And their girlfriends. Okay. Yeah. They're like they like 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 each other. They like like mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, it's that's really serious. They're awesome. gonna get married.
1: It's, mm-hmm. it's depressing that they have to share a bedroom with you. I know. They don't have any like, privacy.
0: I know. And they're loud. Uh, they're
1: gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear about cushball sex. <laughs> Anyway, we watched what would that a movie even look like <laughs> Cushball Sex. If you haven't had it, I recommend.
0: <laughs> if you haven't had it, then you I don't know. I was gonna say like then you don't know, or I don't know. Yeah, I, well that's I true, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Ladies, bring a couple of kush balls into the bedroom next time. See how your man reacts.
1: Ooh. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> Cush Sex. Kush balls. So Mike and I watched this sh- movie called ISS. <laughs> yes, and uh, it was quite fun. I wanted to Wait, see it. What does it, it mean? International than...
0: Space Station.
1: It, it does. does. Okay. That's yes. like, I've always wondered whenever I saw that ad. But, yes. Yeah. So um, you can guess where it takes
0: place. It takes place in Kentucky. No. Oh, on not? the International Space Station. Oh my God! That is such a surprise. Mm-hmm. I was. I definitely thought it was Kentucky. I thought you might.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, I wanted to see it more than Mike, mm-hmm. uh, but I was still on the fence, like, I thought it was going to be, uh, this is a fun movie, let's watch it, not like this is a masterpiece, And but I still wanted to see it more than he did, and he agreed to watch it, and he even admitted that it was more fun than he thought it would be, okay. so it's uh it's about the astronauts on the iss there's russian cosmonauts mm-hmm. i've said this before and i will say it again was it's a cooler say, word i was gonna say that uh, so there's <laughs> russian cosmonauts and american astronauts mm-hmm. on the space station and at the beginning of the movie uh two new americans are joining the crew so there's three and three three russians three americans and they go through this whole spiel about how, like, up here, we're all friends. We don't have to talk politics. We all get along. And you can be oh, darn boy. tootin' <laughs> that oh, boy. that conversation gets forgotten almost immediately. Because yep, yep. they're looking at the Earth and they see, like, a nuclear holocaust basically oh. starting. And so there's this, like, World War Three is basically starting on the Earth between, like, Russia and the United States. And then each country's independently tell their separate personnel in the iss to take over the iss and there's like this misunderstanding no i mean like miscommunication but then communication and then battling and it's it's fun it's interesting who's in it uh do you remember the guy did you ever watch mm. (laughs) (laughs) okay he's been in
0: a couple things did you ever watch the mindy project um no but I know I the mean the
1: boyfriend <laughs> the guy who plays her boyfriend I think I know who you're talking he's about He's been in a bunch of things like little things but I can't He's like like latino maybe I he's dark haired I don't know if he is latino or not but let me get his name for you Chris Messina Can Chris Messina
0: Oh yeah yeah I know what okay, about. okay he's in it um Ariana
1: Debose which I think She's pretty new on the scene, but she was in okay. Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, and I think she's been in a couple other things. Okay, and uh, the rest of the people, I'm not sure I recognize them right off the bat. Um,
0: oh, John Gallagher Jr. Yeah, I he recognize- was in Hush. Hush. Oh, yeah. Okay. And um, uh, 12. Uh, what is it? Something Cloverfield Lane. What was that? 12. Yes. Nine. Was it 12 or nine? Or was it either house? <laughs> it was it was somewhere. It was a there. house on Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> it was. And there and, were uh, maybe aliens. Oh, there were aliens. Yeah, okay. wow. <laughs> I for jeez, I wish I would have
1: looked that up at the time. Because I thought I recognized him, but I it was so slight that I couldn't place him enough to even be curious. I just like, that face looks familiar. Interesting. And
0: uh it's fun anyway. I, I mean, do like him. I like him as an actor. I think he's a really talented actor. Yeah. So that would actually make me want to see it more because I'm like, oh hey, I know that actor and I like his stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think Let's it's it it's out. worth
1: a watch. It was $20 to rent. Okay. Um, but so I'll wait. Yeah, I, <laughs> I
0: mean, mean I definitely
1: wait. I don't want to say that.
0: <laughs> to I say think $20. it's <clears> $20. <throat> like
1: I thought it was worth the money. Oh, okay. But I can totally i think you'll be totally fine like anybody would be totally fine waiting yeah but i um i don't know i felt like for like as entertaining as it was and just the spectacle of the movie i i didn't think it was that expensive i did in in the like beforehand i was like we don't have to watch it let's wait for it to get cheaper but mike was like no we can watch it so we watched it yeah um so i think it was it was fun cool yeah
0: yeah, I'll it definitely would have, have to check it out, but I'll I'll probably wait because I don't I listen I've never paid twenty dollars for a movie ever. Well, I have <laughs> like,
1: because the I theater, I've seen things on IMAX and
0: stuff, so I've paid. Yeah, like I
1: paid twenty four ninety nine to see the Taylor Swift concert, and I paid nineteen ninety nine to see the Taylor Swift concert a second time <laughs> on the small
0: screen. I love it so. Yeah, I don't think I've ever paid twenty dollars for a movie, really. Ever? Yeah, I, I don't saw
1: think so. The uh, before the Hobbit came out, I saw all three extended versions of the Lord of the Rings in the theater in one day, which was like the funnest, also tire- most tiring day <laughs> I've ever done. And I feel like that. That and then we went, and then we saw the Hobbit midnight show. So it was like.
0: Damn, a lot of that's movies. like 12 hours of, of like...
1: Yeah, it's I mean, it was
0: a lot. And that was probably... the ho- Of Hobbits. $20 or say. more, yeah. probably.
1: But yeah. that was worth every penny. I mean, I was so young and vibrant and full of life. I could do stuff like that. Now, if I watch a movie after 9 o'clock, I'm in danger of falling asleep. <laughs> and that... I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> it actually makes me upset that that happens cuz I've become like a meme mm-hmm. cuz I feel like there's memes online of like cats falling asleep and it says like my boyfriend let's watch a movie me cat asleep <laughs> and I feel like I've become that and it it makes me really sad. So I remember the oh, days of yeah. yes yester- the days of yesteryear when I could
0: watch 13 hours of lord of the rings that's so much yeah man i the last movie i saw late was iron claw okay i I went to see it after workup and Mm -hmm. i get out of work at nine on tuesdays yeah i was like i'm heading over and it was worth it It i think you know i mean i liked it so yeah so do you want to talk about the movie let's do it okay i I should say that closer to thing so do you want to talk about the movie okay no that i just feel like it I feel was like really my socket it was are very bursting. far away that's why I, you, you should try it one more time <laughs> should i really try it one more time <laughs> so like to talk about the movie? <laughs> this, this was the best the best take yet i would okay <laughs> okay so um First of all, I've been wanting to see this movie for forever. I know you've we've had it on the last years, probably like three years, I would say. easily. it's been a while. Um, So I heard about the story, which is I'm just I'll just tell this. I'll just tell the synopsis. synopsis, Give the story. (laughs) So at the time, um, it was 1973. John Paul Getty was the richest man in the world and uh he's an oil tycoon. Well, his grandson gets kidnapped by um these Italian guys and driven off to like some isolated area and the these men are are saying to um to Getty they're like, "Hey, if you just give us like 12 million. It was twelve 17 million, seventeen million. 17 million. I kept forgetting that. I kept like com- I don't know. Um they're like, "If you give us 17 million, we'll let your your grandson go." And uh Getty's like, uh, I don't think so. No. Mm-mm. Because, you know, if I pay you ransom, I have 14 other grandchildren, or I've whatever. Yeah. Um I don't know if I don't know if Paul was included in that 14 grandchildren, or if it was like he had 15. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Anyway, he's like, I got a bunch of grandchildren, and then they'll all get kidnapped, and then I had to pay ransom for all of them. And I was like, Wow, that's got to be really hard, being the richest man in the world and not having enough money. Oh, wait, you do, because it's a fucking drop in the bucket compared to the billions you have. Okay. Yeah. And he was kidnapped, Um, I wanted
1: to look, he was kidnapped by the Nondragita, which is a mafia-like organized crime group based in Calabria. Mm. Calabria. So it's an Italian mafia type group i just wanted yeah. to look that up because i knew that it was like calibria i think Cal- calibria Cal- anyway no, i
0: don't know, I don't know what all right Hello.
1: well i don't speak italian
0: i don't really either um <clears throat> anyway yeah so <clears throat> yeah so um what the fuck <laughs> That that's that, That's actually what the tagline of the movie should be. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, that should be on the, the poster. It's, so I um I did a deep dive into oh, this. Oh, me too.
1: It took me so long to watch the movie because I kept <laughs> pausing it to read Wikipedia and just go down. It's I went down um dark roads looking at photos, reading about everything, and let me tell you, what's
0: the point? Nuke them all. I, <laughs> I mean, I just don't understand. I mean... Is there any like, point to life? It's nothing it's like, matters. It's like that whole like thing, like eat the rich. I'm like, yeah, we should do that. I don't, <laughs> yes. I just, just like something like this
1: makes me think, you know, that famous line from Rushmore with friends like you, who needs friends? Uh, yeah. You could just apply that to anything like with family, like you, who needs family, who yeah. needs people? Do we I matter? I mean, I know.
0: Do we like, like, I know. Is this the best we can do as people? <laughs> I mean, I just like, I'm, I just am astonished that, th- like this guy, I was getting so pissed off watching this. I was getting so pissed off this character. So wait, I want to, I want to talk a little bit first of all about the, um, the, whole like how this movie started because originally Kevin Spacey was going to play him, yeah, but then all those allegations came forward about Kevin Spacey, and so they were like, no, 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 we can't have you, and so they replaced him last minute with Christopher Plummer, who I really, I mean. I, like, I I know I've said this before. I hate to say this, but I'm still a big fan of Kevin Spacey. I have to separate them in my mind, like, his stuff and his, his him as a person. Well, you know what I mean? I wanna, but I really like Christopher Plummer, too.
1: I, too, since I was going to say this in the show, but I didn't know how to say it. So I'm going to say it now because I think this is the right time. I think Christopher Plummer might have been too old for this role. And I yeah. think that he's a really, really great actor. But... I as I was watching it and I I don't know how else to say this, but I was thinking I bet Kevin Spacey could have done this role better.
0: I actually and it agree sucks with what he you. did. It sucks what he yeah. did
1: and I feel horrible for his, for the victims and he should not be in movies anymore. Uh but I do think he has a certain talent and vigor in in terms of his acting and, and the the roles that we see him and I think he I think he could have done the role with a little bit more malice because Christopher, yeah. Christopher Plummer is kind of seems like kind of like a teddy bear to me. <laughs> well, you especially you see him in Beginners. You're like,
0: what yeah. a sweet little gentle. Angel yeah. Puff. Like, and like <laughs> you know, I,
1: like the father, he did so good in Beginners. And of course, Captain Von Trapp. And I just we love the cap. I just I just don't know if. If in a perfect world where people are not cruel to other people well this movie wouldn't exist if that was the case <laughs> yeah, But for real <laughs> but in a perfect so world many movies would not where exist where people didn't treat other people like garbage I think Kevin Spacey would have been was the right casting I think
0: I, I think I agree with you um, I so I haven't seen a lot of it but have you ever seen House of Cards no okay because I've seen a couple scenes and he plays a very cold calculating narcissistic manipulative person in that and, um, he, like, just seeing him just in those little tiny few bits I've seen, I 100% agree with you. I think Christopher Plummer's great, but you're right, there is a certain kind of scariness yes. to Kevin Spacey yep. that, like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, shit, this guy, like, do not fuck with this guy, because he will destroy you. <laughs> yeah, like, you I know? feel like, and maybe this is a, I mean, in a dark way...
1: I think that Kevin Spacey has an aura about him of somebody who's capable. I think he plays characters in a way that makes me believe that they're capable of bad things or yeah. capable of being heartless. And obviously the things that are alleged against him, maybe it's like art imitating life, I don't know, but uh, I mean, <laughs> I just I think know. that Christopher Plummer didn't have that malice. Yeah. And yeah, so but he did he did a great great job. Yeah, he did. But and I if I and maybe if I never knew that Kevin Spacey was up for that role, I wouldn't have been nitpicking it. But yeah, since I knew that there was somebody who probably could have played it with a little bit more. Narcissism yeah. and like unlovableness.
0: um I know because Christopher Plummer is kind of lovable. Yeah, you know, like I mean, I've really even his voice is like just really jovial. I almost. know, like we're, we're like this is like Christopher Plummer stands <laughs> over here. Um, <laughs> we're like we just love him. Yeah. Um, I just wanted him to rip down a Nazi flag <laughs> and tear it in half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was like some video of like a, I don't know, it was like a girl watching, um she's like watching sad music as a kid and then as an adult. And there was like that scene where she's ripping apart, where he's ripping apart and she's like, oh my God. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I was like, girl, yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so true though, because seeing that movie because i recently watched that i me also too. had a yeah. very like a much deeper emotional reaction to it mm-hmm. as an adult yeah. which i thought was very interesting um but even like like as an adult i was like mm, yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's captain's where it's at mm-hmm. well as you a can kid captain von trap me anytime <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you. you go uh, forever
1: <laughs> oh, I just so as depressing. a kid watching the sound of music um I would gravitate more toward like the Liesel Rolf love story for, yeah because oh, yeah, Rolf was sure. a young guy and you he's know this cute yeah and now as an adult guy. we're closer to Captain Von
0: Trapp's age so him and Maria their love story
1: is more appealing more. right yeah right, right exactly. yeah yeah
0: um I, yeah, well, and as an adult, you're kind of like, oh, right, Nazis were really bad. So maybe Well, now I I'm knew Nazis not. were bad as a kid. I never I, thought
1: Nazis were good. I'm just I saying. Know, I, know, I mean, I, I just want to clarify there wasn't ever a time in my life where I was like, <laughs>
0: you're Nazis? No. Yes. They shared sure some interesting ideals. <laughs> Hold on, let's let them talk. <laughs> like, I know. Let the Nazi talk. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you're a skinhead, right? Great. Fantastic. I'd love to hear your views on everything that, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, sometimes you can joke about bad things and it's okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know.
1: Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I don't
0: mean like you. I mean in general. Oh, like sure. it's like in general. Yeah. Um, this, this whole movie, I mean, just this guy is, like his whole entire family went down this absolute, like, just shithole of awfulness. Like, so many people were addicted to drugs. I mean, it kind of reminded me of the Von Erich family, actually, and I'm just putting that together now. This wasn't something that had occurred to me earlier. But, um, just that, like, just this, I mean, you know, the, the, so the, so there's Junior. There's John Paul Getty Jr. So let's, that's just the dad. Let's just call him Junior, just because there's a lot of John Paul Getty's in this. And then let's call, um well then we'll call the the grandson Paul, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so like John is the older one, right? Okay. We got that settled. <laughs> okay. All <laughs> right. So 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 junior was talking about how his dad was like never really part of his life. It was like always like he was an inconvenience to him. And so you kind of get that insight into already what kind of father John, uh, John was, you know. Um and And then everything just gets, like, so much worse from there, because then that's when uh, Paul gets kidnapped. And I was really, really fascinated by the relationship between him and uh, Cinquanta, which means 50, by the way, in Italian. I looked it up, because I knew that chink meant... you know, five and then oh, okay. Quanta means like hundred. So I was like, Oh, okay. I was like, I thought it was maybe 500, but I was like, not totally sure about that. But anyway, yeah. So 50. So Cinquanta, I was really fascinated by the relationship between him and Cinquanta because he see or was it Cin- Cinquanta? Cinquanta? It should be. It's, it's Ch. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think CI is Ch. Anyway, <laughs> for my, my limited amount of Italian that I knew in high school. <laughs> anyway, um, Because it seemed like even though he was really, really not a good guy, he was like empathetic towards him. And so I wondered, and I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but I was wondering maybe if Paul felt any sort of connection with him. Like after a while, like after he left the whole thing behind, just because maybe like some Stockholm syndrome had set in Mm -hmm. with this guy who was... Just like he just seemed like he was kinder, you know, yeah, um, which again, he was still a kidnapper, so he was not a good person, but he was just like this strangely almost benevolent figure in, like, a sea of, like, malevolent figures, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was an interesting... I was, like, just really fascinated by that relationship, and I wonder if there's actually information about that online, because I didn't really get into that, but um, I did get into the story of the family, because, wow, holy crap, are they, they are a fucked up bunch, my friend. Like, so many people are addicted to drugs. I mean, it's just so sad, and... But you're also looking at how John X is a person and you're going, well, fucking no wonder all your kids are addicted to drugs. They are miserable because you're a miserable, miserly piece of shit old man who would rather buy a fake Raphael, okay, a fake one, that was fake, I googled it because I was really curious, I didn't know who the artist was, a fake Madonna and child Raphael than pay the $12 million to release his grandson. Like, let's let that settle in here. Not even a real Raphael. Not even a real fucking... (laughs) This movie made me mad. I'm, like, getting mad about this. It was, like... Because it's, like, not even just a movie. It's a true fucking story. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this happened 50 years ago, but it still fucking happened. And that's just... It's, like... That's wild to me. Because I'm the type of person where I love giving gifts to people. I love... um spoiling people like having money is something that I would love to share with other people this is not like sure I would love to have my own money and everything but part of it to me is like the joy of being like hey guess what I got this for you because I was thinking of you and I had the money to do it you know to me like that's the joy and delight of having money what's the point of just sitting into like in your you know mansion surrounded by fake Raphael's (laughs) (laughs) you know I mean was that uh what was that the uh vermeer was that even real you know like it's just like what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> well i don't know because it said that a lot of his collection
1: is now part of like the getty museum in los angeles or whatever so
0: i don't know if they're real or not but i would assume that most of them are real but the fact that yeah. he was looking at a fake Raphael, i thought was super weird like i was like why not just buy a real one you have the money it's yeah well the investment.
1: He uh, he reminded me of myself as a child, because every time I got, like, a sticker page, I wouldn't want to use the stickers, because then I wouldn't have them anymore. And then I, I became that, an adult, and I just found a folders and folders full of stickers that I never used. Oh, really? You know, like, to what end? Now, what do I, you know... And it's it's the same idea, like oh, you have eight billion dollars, and you're afraid to spend them because then you won't have any money. But you don't get to enjoy your money anyway. I mean, you know. So I don't know. (laughs) Don't build that villa. That's exactly
0: like that other villa that you have. He was apparently
1: famously frugal. Yeah. And uh, but I think beyond that, he seems like kind of like a selfish and evil man. Yeah. Um, Big time. And he claimed that paul the the grandson was extra special to him and still like nickel and dimed his kidnappers yeah that and was I, insane i think that that's insane because i was when i was watching the movie and he said you know i have 14 other grandkids and if i pay a ransom for one i'll have to pay a ransom for all and i'm like or you could just pay for bodyguards or something. I, I mean, mean if yeah. that's I'm sure a bodyguard is cheaper than paying a ransom. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah. And like he, he looks at that like ticker tape of his oil stocks and everything and probably makes $17 million in a day. Oh, for sure. And, for sure. um, so yeah, it's pretty interesting. And I, I wondered about the kidnapper as well. Uh, the bre- like the reading i did said that not much not much detail is known about what happened to paul while he was kidnapped right so i don't know if that's even a real character yeah i don't Um, i don't know either but i think if once you (laughs) once you kidnap someone and demand a ransom from the richest person in the galaxy and they won't pay you got to start feeling sympathy for the poor kid oh yeah i mean yeah yeah. so it seemed like they struck up some well i don't know they struck up a friendship but i think he took pity on paul and did form some sort of bond with him and he even let him like he noticed that he was trying to escape and he i think he was impressed with the ingenuity because paul started like that brush fire outside his window that was smart and um and i liked how they set that up where he he told him earlier in the movie that he was expelled from school for starting a fire so that's sort of built into the fact that he he's resourceful and he can you know he knows how to start a fire yeah and i like that you could see what's his name Chinquenta. Cinquanta. Cinquanta, he kinda smiles to himself and he lets Paul get run away a little bit before he says, Oh, there's a fire. And uh and so I think that I don't know, it's kind of one of those things where even a criminal has a moral compass in some ways and he took pity on Paul, I think, and kind it seems of, like he had a more of a moral compass than his grandfather did. Well I mean I mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Hitler had more of a moral compass than his grandfather did. He seems like a terrible, evil man. Oh, and I mean, I just awful. And the, thing about, the thing about watching this movie, I think the movie was really well made, and I was intrigued the whole time by it. And I thought Michelle Williams' performance was pretty amazing um, as his mother, as Paul's mother. Uh, so I was intrigued by the whole thing, but it was, I don't know, there was like this level of depression well, watching it, knowing that it's based on a true story and the true story isn't super far off. Yeah. The gist of the true story. And that's like, I don't even know. And then the, the tragedy of Paul. Yeah. What happened to him in real life. Yeah. It's just like, I can't, I just can't
0: even imagine. It's like, they remind me of the Kennedys. Actually, that's okay. First of all, I've realized that we forgot to ask each other what we thought about the movie. Because <laughs> oh. we usually ask that. mm mm-hmm. um, i really liked it yeah i really enjoyed it i i had like one issue and it wasn't enough to ruin what, what's your issue the the way that john died it was like mm, okay this oh, is very yeah. movie- like cause yeah, he movie died, died like in 76 i saw that too because yeah. i was like
1: did he die while paul was right no did rescued no he didn't That's yeah like, i didn't
0: understand why they could have just been like three years later mm-hmm. and then you find out that john dies and you're like mm, bye <laughs> um you know <laughs> Hopefully, no one will cut off your ear in the afterlife or whatever. Um. Anyway, um. I just I keep, fuck him. Anyway, um. I didn't. I didn't like that. But what did you? What did you think of it? I don't know. I feel like I just said like <laughs> I mean, what you I thought did of just it. Say, okay. So. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's it's funny that you actually mentioned the Kennedys because I was talking to someone and I was comparing the Gettys to the Kennedys, where it's like it's this just awful patriarch and like the von erichs he doesn't care what happens to his kids like joseph kennedy you know rosemary was an issue so he had her lobotomized you know like what Mm -hmm. who does that yeah you know like that's that is like that is such an extreme reaction and also she had brain damage because when her mother was giving birth to her the nurse held the baby in her mother's body like the ba- like when a baby is going to be born as anyone <laughs> should know it's gonna be born, and that's that. You gotta let it be born. You cannot keep it in. Why would she hold it in there? The doctor wasn't available. What? So she was waiting. I was like, "What? You can't deliver a baby. Obviously, you can." Like, so that woman had the. I mean, I probably to- could if it was an emergency. For fuck's sake, <laughs> that, you know what
1: I mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> like that woman had the knowledge to like not let. That's she was a nurse. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah, absolutely, she definitely had the knowledge. Yeah, that's weird. So I, that's I. I don't even know how that would. Yeah, it's pretty
0: sad. It is now. Robert Kennedy Jr. is running for president for the independent. Oh, party. really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. My parents went to go see him speak. I guess he came to Grand Rapids like last weekend. Or oh, the weekend wow. Before, yeah. Anyway, um, shows what I know about anything. <laughs> i yeah i mean i didn't know until i told you there so so, that makes me feel any better anyway so yeah back to back to the gettys so i wrote down like all i just kind of wanted to go over like the whole family so um okay so the dad was so junior was found unresponsive in his hotel room in 2020 andrew getty which i think was the brother was a methamphetamine addict the youngest son timothy died of a brain tumor at age 12 which is just really tragic i think that was something i read on
1: i think I was on wikipedia where the grandfather who is his father uh gave his mother a hard time for spending too much money on his medical treatments <laughs> <gasps> oh <laughs> like, my god he didn't go that-
0: to the funeral Oh, my God. He was like, meh, can't be bothered. Um, George the eldest stabbed himself to death with a barbecue fork while under the influence of drugs and alcohol. Um, Jeez. Oh, sorry. Okay, no, I was wrong about the original, the, uh, the first. John Gilbert Getty. I'm not sure how he's related. That was one that was found unresponsive. John Paul Getty Jr., the dad of the kidnapped grandkid, became a heroin addict, and his second wife, Talitha, died of a drug overdose. Yeah, she. I, I read about her as well. Yeah, and then Paul, we talked about, he became a drug addict because he was obviously deeply, deeply traumatized from this horrible event Yeah, and suffered a stroke in 1981 that left him blind and in a wheelchair and unable to speak until he died at the age of 54. Yeah, pretty tragic. So, I mean... Uh, well, and, like, it's just, like, the little, little things about John. Uh, J- um, I think it's Jay Paul, actually. I think he's, like, you know, like, how Oppenheimer has the middle name Jay, but he, or er, first name Jay, But he, like, always said it didn't mean anything, I guess. I don't know. I guess that, was, that, that must have been a thing back then in, like, the early 1900s because he was, or, I guess, late 1800s because he was born in the 1800s. Anyway, you know what I mean. Um, So... <clears throat> And he had a payphone installed in his house, so he didn't have to pay for the, I mean, like, for his guest calls, I was just like, and then his, like, uh, what, like, manservant or whatever was like, oh, I've got a bunch of change here. And I was like, oh, my, oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) I mean, if someone needed to use my phone, as a person who was incredibly poor, I'd be like, sure, use my fucking phone. Like, you're my friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the hell? Like, God forbid someone needs to make a phone call while they're at your house. He's I like, love it. that phone call costs 21 I thought cents. that... Uh, Pay me back. Philip
1: Seymour Hoffman would have been a good manservant. I could just imagine him holding up the change and being like, I can offer for your change. Uh,
0: change. <laughs> uh, God, I mean, it's just like...
1: I uh, I want to uh, go to the beginning of the movie. Something okay. that I liked that, like, drew me in initially. So, the movie has a little bit of narration throughout of um, the character, Paul's character, kind of saying, you know, telling the history of the Getty family. And I thought that that was really interesting where the grandfather, John Paul Getty. Yeah. Uh, he was the first to drill for oil in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And he made a fortune obviously and in the movie uh it said that there wasn't a ship that was big enough to carry all the oil that they had drilled so he invented or created or had a ship made and it was like you see them at this like uh what do they call that ship ship Shipyard. like when they but when they like send it out like a maiden voyage like they see you Um, see them at like the maiden voyage and it's leaving the shipyard it's this gigantic ship
0: Dock, I think docks. Yeah, right. When did we the docks?
1: Well, I know what a dock. I mean, like the ceremony for like sending oh, the ship out. Um, is it like the ma- just the maiden voyage? Or I, is think, it- so. I anyway, think so. Anyway, so you see him in this just just massive, massive ship, and then that thing was terrifyingly <laughs> huge. <Yes. laughs> and and then you just hear the history and and how um, so Paul's family was living kind of estranged from the grandfather for a while. And then they were not doing very well with money. They were kind of broke. And so Michelle Williams' character played the mother. And she encouraged Junior to write to his father, who brought them to Italy and offered him a job with the oil company. And that's kind of when things went downhill. But he had kind of a normal upbringing. uh, Paul did. Until he was maybe like, I don't know, 11 or 12 when they went to Italy. And yeah, and that's
0: when he met his grandfather for like mm-hmm. the first time, which mm-hmm. is wild to me because it seems the only reason that they were estranged was just because like John was just such a piece of shit, yeah. you know, and he just didn't care about, he didn't care about anything. He, the only thing he cared about was his money. Was making money. And guess yeah. what happens at the end of your life right. when yeah. you you die alone, you know, like yeah. and that's it. Like that's exactly what happened to him. I mean, in the movie, in real life, <laughs> I'm not totally sure, but you know well
1: you also <coughs> can't take it with you so exactly I don't know. like
0: what are you gonna do with it and
1: but it was interesting because when i was looking on the internet for just going on deep dives and stuff because the story is so devastatingly fascinating uh i kept seeing a bunch of getty images and i was like Getty Getty images, and then it was like me yeah. with that like you know that picture of like the <laughs> equations. So, so, yeah. I was like, the whole like the time meme. the meme or yeah. whatever. It's like the <laughs> yeah. whole time the Getty. F- oh my gosh, I've seen Getty like, images like, my whole Day with like yeah. That
0: meme and, uh, and, uh, so uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of a fascinating uh puzzle piece to put together. And there's also an actor named balthazar Getty.
0: Yeah, he's who is the them. son yeah.
1: of. Sorry. <laughs> He's the son of Paul and uh, he was in a movie that I was kind of obsessed with in my teenage years called White Squall with Jeff Bridges and um, so when I saw his name on the Wikipedia page I was like, what?
0: (laughs) No So that was kind of interesting. Like, it's just a... It seems like this generation has really, like just based on the small amount of information I've seen, has really tried to break the cycle of... Um, like abuse and stuff like it really seems like they're trying to get out of the negative connotation behind the Getty name you know what I mean it seems like they're trying to be like no we're like we're trying to be just like ourselves we're trying to you know again break the cycle you know and I think that's really admirable because I think that would be really difficult to do and especially especially when you have such a famous family and you know, I mean, everyone knows the, everyone knows the Getty last name, or most people do anyway. Maybe not like the younger generation, but like we do because we know Getty images and stuff like that. So, um, I I do admire that, but I, I just I can't imagine. I just can't. It's just so difficult. Like so I told one of my coworkers, I was like, Hey, hey have a new fucked up family for you to look up (laughs) (laughs) So I told her about George Hodel and the Root of Evil and she she, like listened to the whole thing and she's like oh my god that was so fascinating I was like girl I know (laughs) and uh it's crazy it's insane um and I was like you should look up the Getty family and she's like okay so I don't know if she's done it but um she'll never be the same it's just like i don't know i'm just like one of those people where i'm like hey, this really fucked up thing i have to tell you and so uh, here you go and then pearson's like wow i love hate this thank you and i'm like you're welcome next time i will come back with something worse okay bye <laughs> i read online that
1: uh the scene of him getting out of the train in saudi arabia that is the only footage that remains of Kevin Spacey in the movie. Oh, interesting. Because you just okay. see his back.
0: Oh, And um, okay.
1: it would be too expensive to reshoot. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's like, uh, so Death on the Nile, that was, like, all those allegations came out against Army Hammer, but they were like, we, c- they're like, we can't replace him. He's like, it's, it just wouldn't work. And I've seen a movie and I was like, Yeah, there's there's no way that they could have replaced him. They would have had to refilm the entire film. Yeah like it would have been he was like I mean, he's in like probably seventy five percent of oh, it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he's in a lot of it. Um yeah, it just it would have been like incre- I mean, it would have been basically a brand new movie. Yeah. Essentially. You know, right. they would have been paying like millions and millions of dollars for that. So um I can understand. I mean, from I get it. Uh but, so, so, anyway, so, um, so, Paul was only 16 when he was kidnapped. So, he mm-hmm. was, like, just really, like, just a baby. He was a kid. Yeah. yeah. And he had taught, well, so, I, I wish I got more into this. I didn't really have the time to do that. I was, I was trying to, like, I don't know. I didn't have the time to do it. But I wanted to get into more, I wanted to research more about how he had told like, he had joked with his friends about, like, pretending to be kidnapped to get money from his grandfather. Mm-hmm. And so, they kind of initially took this whole thing as a hoax. And even Gail, who's played by Michelle Williams, was like, well, I don't know. I think it might be a joke. And then everyone was like, she, she said that. She's like, it's just a joke. And she's like, oh, it's a figure of speech. She said that later. She didn't think the kidnapping was a joke. No, she, she thought, it, But she <laughs> was
1: saying that he was joking about kidnap getting himself kidnapped.
0: Right. Okay, okay. Right, right, right. That's what you were saying. Right. Oh, yeah I but, misunderstood what you like were saying. But like the police, I believe, thought it was a hoax, right? And um, I think I think John thought it was a hoax, too. Y-
1: yeah, because um Marky mark's character Fletcher <laughs> Chase, Chase, Chase yeah. Fletcher. I'll I got to say I think it's
0: Fletcher Chase, I mean whatever it doesn't matter. Anyway. At this point, who cares? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like Chase Marky Meridian. <laughs>
0: Dr. Chase Meridian. I love Dr. Chase
1: Meridian!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, she's so great. She has this one that that's like something like, um, oh, you like uh, like something like whips and chains or have I gotten my my psychological whatever right? And I'm like, <laughs> you're really <laughs> yes! quoting it. You're really doing a top notch. I know. I, did it terrible. It. <laughs> I It's so funny. You're like Chase Meridian and I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm like, Yes! <laughs> She is, she was like like girl crush number one. I was like, mm, I love Chase Marie. So funny that you said I knew
1: you would I knew you would know it. That's why I, said I love it.
0: her. I love her. Um,
1: so anyway, I have to say, uh w- oddly enough, uh Marky Mark Mark Wahlberg is kind of like an action star like The Rock and John Cena, but Marky Mark is sexual to me. <laughs> And I'm not saying that I have this like, <laughs> I don't know, why that just, I, don't, like, I, don't know. I agree with you. I'm not saying I have like a sexual reaction to seeing him. Right. I, I just, I think that he can do like a love story and I believe it. Same here. And I yeah. also think that because of that um, sort of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like charisma, charisma. Mm-hmm. I really like him. I really like him in things that he does. Because I, I think he's a solid actor in the weirdest way. Like, he's not Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, he's not Daniel Day-Lewis or Brad Pitt.
0: He's Mark I Wahlberg. I would have put Leonardo DiCaprio in the category with those actors. But, all right. Well, <laughs> you know I feel about Leonardo, though. So I don't really like him. So. yeah, <laughs> You're like, I know.
1: <laughs> so he's not this actor with, like, that sort of gravitas. But there's still like something about him that's like talented in his own way. Yeah. And I, I think usually when I see him in the movie, in a movie, I'm like, yeah, Marky Mark's got it. I can relax. I don't have to worry because he's gonna, he's gonna take this movie where he needs to go and he's good at what he's doing. So I appreciate him in that way. And I, even though I felt like his role was almost, like, superfluous and didn't necessarily need to be in the movie, I still found him captivating. Yeah. And I liked the change that his character had as well, where he, like, saw grandpa getty's evilness and came around to being like no you're an asshole you know I and know, i that was
0: i wish he had like kind of yelled at him more yeah. and put him in his place more but and i like i can how, also understand it from a professional sure of course <laughs> you wouldn't do that
1: yeah i liked <clears throat> how him and michelle williams had uh, a really interesting relationship, but it never became romantic or sexual. Yeah, yeah. It was Which just it, shouldn't it was have, professional. Yeah, no, I like that because yeah. I was a little bit nervous. I mean, that would be a totally weird tone for this movie oh, anyway. Big time, but super I was a, inappropriate. A little bit nervous because there was just you know like in a movie sometimes when m- men and women are like working together in some capacity, there starts to be this like weird spark. And this movie would not have been appropriate. But I, I really liked their dynamic between each other because she knew that he messed up in the beginning and but he i don't know i just i just really liked that and i just wanted to mention that the sexual thing because we had been talking about other action stars earlier in the movie and even though i think he's mostly an action star there's something nuanced about him that i accept like a romantic sexual part from him
0: yeah i um i don't i personally don't think that this was like he was the end-all be-all for this role. I think I'll, there are a lot of other actors that could have played this role. Um, yeah,
1: I think you're right. I, don't, yeah. I
0: mean, like I said,
1: the role was kind of superfluous, but right, I still right. was, uh, like, charmed by just him being in the movie, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And you're right. Him and Gail have, like, a mutual respect for each other. You know, she later is like, well, I consider you family. And he's like, okay, and I appreciate that, but I gotta, you know, do my own thing. And I was like, okay, respect. Um, and, um... But I, I do agree with you that there is, <laughs> he does have more of a, like, sexuality to him versus the asexuality yeah. of, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and yeah. John Cena, um, which is, is so funny. There There is a scene, a very awkward kiss scene between The Rock and Karen Gillan in um, Jumanji that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, I really think, I really want you to see that movie because I think you'd really like it. But... <clears throat> I agree with you. I, I think that there's definitely like, if I saw him in a romantic scene, I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, why is this happening?" I'd be right. like, "All right, okay, yeah, okay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen. Was it Fear that he was in with Reese Witherspoon? Oh, yeah. He was such Jeez. a creep in that one, though. <laughs> that's a terrible. I don't think I've, that's don't a think terrible I've, example. I, I mean, what do you? T- <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god! Like, he just pulled out. Like, what's the what's the creepiest movie from
0: thirty years ago that I can pull out to show that Mark Wahlberg is romantic? I was like so sexual. <laughs> sexual in that movie wasn't he like rapi in that? Movie? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I don't think I've seen the whole thing. I oh, at least really? saw part of it. But there, there's a scene in, like in a Broad City where Abby's talking about how she had watched it when she was like a kid, and she's like, she's like, you know, the part where he <laughs>
1: the roller coaster right? scene. He's every like, every girl in the nineties like, like, like came of age <laughs> seeing the roller coaster scene at
0: a slumber party. I'm speaking autobiographically. <laughs> But <laughs> she's like she's like the part where he fingered her. Fingered her. And um <laughs> And Alana's like fingered fingered her. Okay. And Ab- Abby's like, We all watched it. She was like she was like, We were to sleep over and we all watched it. Oh my it, gosh, they were And we, we also that we had to go pee, but I think we were all horny. <laughs>
1: That's funny, because I saw it at a sleepover, and it was was a group of girls, like, we were all watching it. And you all had to pee after? No. No, it wasn't a sitcom. It was real. (laughs) But we were all watching it. We were all talking. And I think we were all pretending to not be, like, curious and intrigued about what was going on, because this was, like, on the cusp of, like, puberty, so, like, sex was still kind of mysterious. Yeah. And I didn't know like fingering who knew I didn't know what that was at that age you know and uh anyway so it happens and I remember my friend whose house we were at we were all just kind of like chatting and I think we were all like I said pretending to not be interested but also interested and all of a sudden my (laughs) friend was like what is going on on the screen like that line and that scene are like synonymous in my brain for me uh but I feel like Yeah, if you were a girl in the '90s and you didn't watch *Fear to Slumber Party* and find out what fingering was, like you didn't,
0: I did not. No, I saw that as an adult. Really? Yeah. Oh gosh. In in my early 20s, mid 20s, yeah. Um, Did you know what fingering was at that time? (laughs) I did. (laughs) I did know what. I did know what fingering was. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But. (laughs) <laughs> We're like sexual immediately, like super <laughs> creepy. All okay. Um, yeah. I'm just saying. Remember when
1: Marky Mark gave himself his own tattoo <laughs> in the movie Fear? Like, he did that.
0: In movie oh, Fear. see, yeah. See, I only, yeah. I, I know, I only, I think I only saw part of it because I only really remember that part. And wasn't was Robert De Niro on that, or is that Cape Fear? I think I'm thinking of Cape Fear, <laughs> which is also <laughs> <laughs> what a match. <laughs> wasn't he What's a? a match match? <laughs> there is a very 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 dark very fucked up scene in rick and morty that always messes me up i mean a lot of that show messes me up it's pretty fucked up but where like this character like she attaches herself to the bottom of their car and she's like cape fear it's cape fear and they're like driving away and it's like a low to the ground car and she Falls off and gets run over. I've never seen. So you're like, she's like crying in pain. It's super disturbing. There's so many. There's so many episodes of Rick and Morty where I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe how disturbing this is. I mean, now I'm a little more desensitized because I've seen it so many times that I'm like, okay, well, yeah. But when I first saw that show, I was like oh my god this is disturbing <laughs> what happens in cape fear somebody hides in a car to like I guess, escape like, or something? under the car and like i'm not sure i've never seen cape fear either but i know in uh in berlin at the Brandenburg
1: gate which was like the separation between east and west berlin they had to like
0: they would like check underneath cars to make ah. sure people weren't trying to escape interesting yeah anyway um Let's get back to the Z- movie. Let's get back to it. Um.
1: <laughs> why are we laughing? Because <laughs> um. he said, let's get back to it, and then we were both like, back to what? But- oh, to what? I do have a question. Uh-huh. Uh, why? So, John Paul Getty, Grandpa Getty's kids, were just, like, living independently of him. And uh he didn't want anything to do with them and then junior reached out and then all of a sudden he wanted something to do with them and but why did he want custody of the children so bad from Gail like and, I think I know why and i well i th- like he just—I don't understand. Like he didn't recognize his son's condition. Like his son was clearly addicted oh my to God. drugs. His son was—he had to be. Out, he had to used be the
0: term that my mom uses all the time.
1: Brought in <laughs> on a wheelchair to like their discussion about paying yeah. the ransom, and he was like, and he was like shaken. sweaty and shaky, yeah. and he was he wasn't speaking, and the father never like that was never a red flag for him he was just yeah. like no my junior get, needs to get custody of all the kids and it's like w- w- you clearly don't care about the kids if you're no. a, not paying the ransom or not even talking about like not even trying to pay any
0: part of the ransom and b want to send them to live with a heroin addict yeah yeah um well it's cuz he's a narcissist he believes that they belong to him. He says it later. He he's does. A, he's like they are mine. They're my cha or children, or mm-hmm. you know, his grandchildren. Blood. Yeah, they're, they're mine. my blood. Yeah, and um, and narcissists have. They do not like especially like people in their family they don't view them as being a separate being from them they are merely an extension of themselves oh, okay so i think what senior feels like is that these grandchildren they're his blood they belong to him they're his he you know he owns them i guess i mm-hmm. mean that's really essentially kind of how he's viewing them oh, really weird. that's so yeah. weird it's it's um i mean i think that through and through that john i th- J. Paul Getty, the Grandpa Getty, I think is a good one. it's a good. <laughs> j- we'll just. I'll just say that. I think that Grandpa Getty is through and through a, a narcissist. Yeah. Is a nar and probably I would say maybe a sociopath on top of that it because he seems did like not it. care. He had no empathy about his grandson or sympathy.
1: I yeah. Mean, even
0: when the the you know um I keep wanting to call him Charlie. That's his real name. I kept wanting to call him Charlie the entire time. Um, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, the entire time I was like, Charlie. I was like, no, it's Paul, It's He just, he looks like a Charlie. You know what I mean? His I parents like, did a good job <laughs> yeah, naming he him. He really does look <laughs> like a Charlie to me. Um, I think that even after Charlie got... <sighs> what? Oh, you did not Even after Paul got his oh ear cut gosh. off... He he didn't really care. He only cared about, he would say, he said, I'll lend you my son money who will pay me back. Not even just pay me back, like just the amount. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. At a 4% interest. So he didn't have to pay taxes on it. Oh my God. He's like, it's the, well, and then Fletcher says something, or Chase, whatever, says something like, oh, it's the, according to like American law, it's the only amount that's like tax deductible. Oh yeah.
1: Like he said he was going to pay uh, like four million of the ransom but only actually wired over a million because yeah. that was all that was tax deductible yeah and he f- he put all of his money in a trust so he mm-hmm. didn't have to pay taxes on it and then invested in art and stuff which oh is like God. insanity like pure insanity i got so
0: pissed off in this movie like just yeah. this guy like i was like can someone just like fucking throw punch this dude like <laughs> fuck him yeah. you know like it's and, just uh Part of me wanted Paul to have some like ama- even if it wasn't realistic, wanted him to have some like amazing like fuck you, you fucking piece of shit, yeah. you almost let me die like and ha- like rip him apart. But I didn't. I'm glad that they didn't include that. I thought I felt like that would have been probably probably pretty unrealistic. Yeah, but to like if. That if I was in his position personally, I would probably go there, rip him a new one, and then never ever speak to him ever again. (laughs) I didn't
1: see in any of my reading. Did they talk again? Did they have a relationship? Because I mean, I don't know. I imagine that it. Like, why would you ever want to talk to somebody who clearly waited long enough for this horrible thing to happen to you? Because they and you got literally mutilated. Yeah, they cut off his ear. An and earlobe, they were gonna cut off and they were gonna
0: cut off worse yeah, yeah yeah but Chinquanta's like i mean see that's chinquanto was almost like a chaotic neutral yeah you know what i mean yeah um where he's like no i convinced him not to cut off the foot like okay mm-hmm. well thanks but they still cut off my ear they so sti- yeah and like, then he's like if you don't pay it they're gonna cut off the other
1: ear and then yeah. maybe his eye and then something else and i was like oh my gosh yeah i can't even imagine and uh i liked when so the ear they sent the ear along with a photo of of paul earless uh to the newspaper and the newspaper was telling gail they're like we want your permission to print it she's like i'm and they go we'll pay you and she's like i don't want to get paid off of my son's ki- a photo in a piece of my son's ear and and then I thought it was really savvy that she's like, wait a second, you can run the story. I don't want your money, but I want you to send 1000 copies of this newspaper. I to thought that was Grandpa brilliant. Getty. <laughs> I was and like, I oh, really liked that. I did, too. Yeah. And then he decided to pay. But we don't get to see like, we never get to see
0: why well, he, only he decided to pay at that point. Like, Well, Chase confronted him and he was like. He's like, I have all this power. Like, he was kind of like, I have all this power over you because I, like, all the bodyguards you hire, they're through me. Every security detail you have is through me. If I choose to take this away from you, then you are going to be just an old little, like, despicable man. Mm -hmm. And that's when he decided to pay. And I was like, yikes. And he sent a wire to, to Rome that was like, you can keep custody of the kids, yeah. and I'll
1: pay the ransom, yeah, yeah. So it's
0: like some guy who doesn't even really mean anything to you, other than he's, I guess, consistently protecting your life. Well, not even really him directly. Says something to you, and that's when you decide to pay. It wasn't the yeah. second when your oh I don't know grandson was fucking kidnapped and they sent it. Like they had this this poor kid for months. Yeah, like months. five months.
1: I think. Yeah.
0: Like- and, and also, um, one of the things I read was that when they had sent the ear, um, I guess there was, like, a big strike or something for mail, and so the ear didn't get sent to like, six weeks later. Oh, really? Yeah, or something like that. Oh, my that. gosh. So, I didn't read that. Which, but. I would have like, my first thought was, oh, my God, that would have stunk so bad. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I mean, gosh. would it even like well i guess it's cartilage or probably i was like wondering would it even been in the same i don't know piece it was yeah. but i guess maybe cartilage is just a little different from yeah, regular know. flesh i don't you know, and I, I, don't yeah, know. I, I don't know I, like i was like did you look be, at like, the, a pic- did you find the picture of the ear i think i may have seen it but
1: oh, i i was wondering if it was, was actually brutal <laughs> if it was actually posted like put in the papers but yeah I didn't look for the picture, but it was brutal. Even. Like it was hard to watch, like cutting his ear off. And oh, I,
0: I was, I had my I hands over my eyes. Guy. I was looking away, and I, I was, was like, nope, I no, can't no, no.
1: Even I can't even imagine going through something like that. It's and, so scary, and then finding out after the fact that it's like, no, it wasn't just these these kidnappers. It wasn't just their like sadistic intentions that kept you here and mutilated your ear. It was the fact that your own family didn't want to try to help.
0: Yeah. Well, and grandfather, I mean, yeah. And the dad too, though. Well, that's family. Yeah, you're right. I mean, only it seemed like the, the mother was the only one who was really rooting for him. The dad was never, the only
1: time the dad was ever there was when they had that meeting and he was like in a wheelchair. And so, it's i don't know just really really heartbreaking and then everybody kept telling gail Gail was the mom and they were like everybody was like you have the money pay the money and she's like i literally don't have the money i'm not rich i am not you know like her and the dad her and junior were divorced right and so she didn't have any of that money and and i just i just can't imagine something so sad and then i wanted to talk about the minotaur figurine yeah so so when they first go him. to Rome and they they meet the grandfather, he says, he, "I dropped my
0: pencil." Noise. <laughs> he uh. I love when he does that. He like, sticks his little body. His, he looks like a little bodybuilder, <laughs> like a fluffy little bodybuilder.
1: Doesn't he's he? strong. Like his arm chart. <laughs> uh. So, um, Paul picks up this minotaur figurine, and Grandpa Gaddy is like, "You like that? That's." It's a, a piece of uh history. It's from like four thousand years ago or something. And he goes, It could fetch <laughs> more like BCE. one point one point two million at auction and and uh so he gives it to Paul and then later Gail remembers this Minotaur and she finds it in Paul's closet and takes it to Christie's and they're like, This is like something you'd buy at a gift shop. It's so sad. and I know. Why
0: like, so so that's the that only explain. reason he gave it to him because it explains,
1: was a cheap. Yeah, that explains why yeah. he gave it to Paul, not because it was like, well, he didn't like the word priceless, but right. not because it was like this old artifact that was worth a lot. It's because it was like something that
0: is for sale at a museum it was a cheap gift little shop. Trinket. Yeah, a trinket. Yeah. it was like the lady at the shop was like, "This is fifteen dollars." Yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just. Just, I can't even. I mean, like, like, Grandpa Getty must have just died, just a miserly, miserly that's the word, miserly old man. Just, yeah, it seems like You it. know, I mean, because honestly, who's going to want to sit by his deathbed as he's slowly dying? You know, like, if. So- I, certainly, I like. I'd be like, you know what? I really don't care what happens to you at this point. You're a piece yeah. of shit. Bye. Yeah. You know. I mean, it's. It'd be like the world, like literally, like Grandpa Getty. The world is better off without you in it, <laughs> and that's saying something, you know. And it's, it's just like uh, I don't know. I so I want to talk about the police station scene. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that was fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't even imagine. Yeah, like so he's so. Paul escapes by setting the fire, mm-hmm. and he's picked up by someone, and you're like, oh, God, a good, a kind, like, Italian, like, well, it doesn't matter if they're Italian. I'm just like, the they're Italian, or whatever. Good, um, kind man. Like, Yeah, you know. a kind Italian yeah. person
1: has stopped to pick him up. Right. And I already had ruined the movie for myself at that point because I was already like going, like causing it and doing deep dives. So I knew that the ransom was paid. Mm-hmm. So I knew that he wasn't rescued, but I was like, how is this going to end up him being kidnapped again? Like, I was I truly know. perplexed. So I guess it did swerve me in that way where I was like, How how does he get re kidnapped for the ransom
0: to be paid? So right. anyway, keep going. Yeah. So he's like sitting and he's eating about to eat some dinner and you're like, Oh, these are good, kind people mm-hmm. and then you find out that they like called this dude who owns him The Mafia well yeah. it's like
1: a mafia group, so they right. obviously
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah and they so they were the police are corrupt, yeah. obviously. And and he just gets re-kidnapped, and you're like, oh my, like, and, and it, there's just this moment, and if you don't, I mean, because I knew the story going in before we even started, like, I knew that he had gotten, like, eventually that, you know, mm-hmm. um, Getty Getty Sr. had paid the ransom or paid part of it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I, but I, I was just like, I don't know how true that police station story is, but I cannot even imagine just... Like no wonder this poor kid was like I cannot handle reality and the only way that I can escape is by being super high all the time. I would think you know yeah like, because how can you in my mind how can you possibly ever trust anyone that's just maybe like not your mother right You know what I mean Yeah every especially. I would imagine especially men it would be very difficult for him to trust mm-hmm. because he was kidnapped by men and his grandfather was a guy, a man, you know. And so you, you're you like, well, how do I ever trust anyone again? Because what if I just end up in the same situation? And it's like, yeah. And then he, and then like what is so fucking sad about his story is that he ended up being a prisoner in a different way entirely. Yeah. yeah. Like a prisoner That's true. in his own body, yeah. you know, uh, because mm-hmm. of this horrible stroke because of the drugs. And he was what, like 20, like early 20s? He was young. He yeah. was really young. He was young. really young. Yeah. And then he died really young, 54. Yeah. And it's like, and you know, and this entire thing could have been, well, I mean, Certainly, certainly, he would have definitely been traumatized, yeah, but
1: I mean, I imagine he would have been a lot less like,
0: traumatized.
1: <laughs> how would things have turned out differently if it hadn't gotten to the point of him getting his ear cut off right, you know, yeah. and um if he hadn't found out how long it took his miserly grandfather to try to pay and get him back, and uh stuff like that so yeah it's it's pretty sad, I think I read also that um he had he he was an alcoholic and they associated some of his alcoholism to the kidnappers would give him brandy all the time to like calm him down and keep him like sedated yeah so i could understand just i mean yeah i mean i imagine being kidnapped anyway no matter who you are rich or poor being kidnapped and getting rescued would be years of therapy and oh, healing and just certainly. like regressing and healing and regressing and healing and just just horrible terrible yeah but especially be, at the age of 16 well, yeah yeah and that is in the modern day where therapy isn't quite poo-pooed but in the right. 70s i mean 50 years ago did they yeah have, uh, resources for a young man that had been kidnapped and gotten his ear cut off and learned that his grandfather wouldn't even save him or attempt to save him and his father couldn't be bothered i just i just feel like the poor kid was i mean like the deck was stacked against him pretty badly he would have needed a serious like intervention of like somebody caring for him or maybe for sure maybe he should have been institutionalized for a little while i don't know
0: i don't think you're wrong about that Mm -hmm. you know i mean i think that there's just like it's you know i mean he was there for months and months on end and alone and like just this whole thing it's just so scary and and there's just someone on the other end going i just don't give a shit because then i have to spend my money Mm -hmm. even though i'm the richest man in the world let's repeat that like 50 million times for the people in the back yeah the richest man in the world um and he's just like I can't be fucking arse to send money, which God, it's just like like I, I like I don't I don't get that at all. I mean, if someone like did something like that to my family, I'd be like, I'll fucking live on the street. I just want this person back. Like right. I love them. It doesn't matter. Like money is just a thing. Yeah. It is just an object. You cannot replace this person. But Yeah obviously the senior didn't care because he didn't meet him until he was 11 years old. So there was that. So mm-hmm. like, you know, and, and he like had a special connection. Oh God. You know what I, I want to talk about um, when they went to, um, I think it was the forum in Rome and um, he's talking, a senior was talking about how he was like Hadrian, the emperor Hadrian. And I was just like, fuck you like just the whole (laughs) thing was just so like oh i was this great emperor and i had all this power and all this stuff and i was just like god like oh i just hate this guy like i just hate this guy you know and and he's like oh you'll be a great emperor like me or whatever like he's just Mm -hmm. spouting all this bullshit and and it's like like you like you think you are so important that you were like one of the most I don't really know a lot about Emperor Hadrian or what he did. I know that he was a very I think he was a very good um, war general and he was a very clever man. But I don't really know a lot about him. Um, but like you think you're one of the most like clever generals, emperors, whatever in mm-hmm. the world. Like yeah. fuck you, fuck you, fuck yeah. you. You know and yeah. I. And I just I wanted like I His was ego just, like, was pretty inflated. I was like I'm gonna throw my entire TV out the window. <laughs> you know? like, I yeah. was like I'm so done, and it was like halfway through the movie. So yeah, <laughs> it's just, but it was just the the level of narcissism to think that I am one of the like I am one of the greatest men. You know what the thing about John Paul Getty Senior is that. The only thing that he is going to be remembered for other than his riches is the fact that he was such a miserly piece of shit that he couldn't even be bothered to like to spare $17 million Mm -hmm. drop in the bucket to save his grandson's life. And that's all he's going to be remembered for. And I hope that he's really happy with that legacy because that's what it is. You know? It's like,
1: I mean, it's like, (laughs)
0: congratulations.
1: I feel like that the equivalent would be like, I don't know, like. Somebody gets kidnapped and held for a five dollar ransom, and you and I are like,
0: mm,
1: I, I don't know. I mean, like,
0: I have five dollars in my wallet, just take it. Like, you know, it's like five dollars mm. is a little bit much, but you know, I mean, I know I'm like a ten thousand error, but like <laughs> five dollars. If yeah. I
1: pay five dollars here, then I'll have to pay five dollars again. Yeah, and I have else. like sixteen
0: grandchildren. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's just, I, I mean, it's. This movie just made me like angry, and this whole story mm-hmm. makes me so angry. But I think that, and so we've talked about Ridley Scott being like a very like masculine director, or whatever. But I really feel like he did a really good job with this film. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And again, really, the only part I issue I had was I didn't really understand why it was necessary to show John uh, Senior dying, like so dramatically yeah that's felt that felt so movie fight especially since Mm -hmm. he died like years after yeah and it was like it was and i think it was maybe just like symbolic of him being alone you know like everyone's now abandoned him i
1: think there was a juxtaposition in that scene so that scene was happening so at the same time that scene was happening um marky mark and gail we're picking up we're we're paying the ransom and getting paul mm-hmm. and they had to go through all these steps uh yeah. and they couldn't bring any cops and then the cops had followed them or something there were cops there that the kidnapper saw so then they they had let paul go right and chinquento was like don't wait for them to pick you up. Start running because yeah. he was in danger. And so then they were chasing Paul to kill him through the city. So Paul was running around the alleys and streets of the city trying to find somebody to help him. And that
0: was scary, too. And literally yeah. running for his
1: life. And in the same moment in the movie, the juxtaposition was grandpa getty walking through the halls of his house trying to find somebody to help him because he seemed like he had had a stroke or something because he couldn't really talk and he couldn't really walk so there was like a a juxtaposition of the two of them doing these things at the same time and one of them in like opulence and still not able to find somebody to, to help him and then the son like the grandson like literally about to get murdered if they catch him and and then uh Grandpa Getty just takes a picture off the wall so that the alarm will go off, I guess, so somebody will come help him. Yeah, and sits down in a chair, and then Paul and his mom and Marky Mark
0: are reunited, and they take him to safety. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so it, and, and they had that. They kind of like foreshadowed the painting because um gail had said earlier to chase she's like to marky mark she's like what if i just take that painting off the wall and he's like okay you could but i'm gonna tell you exactly what's gonna happen yeah and there's an alarm yeah. that'll
1: go off and yeah. which makes
0: sense you know i oh, mean sure
1: um but part of me was
0: like do it take it yeah go sell it fuck him yeah like, geez just go you know what actually gail what you should do just get a cart go around and collect really expensive things and sell them and then go, oh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I mean, if I had to give you back your painting, I'd have to give back everyone their paintings. And I I just can't do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it was kind of poetic justice. I don't know if this is exactly how it worked out in real life, but she was the only one competent enough to run the estate after he died. So I thought that that was kind of an interesting ending. Like the whole time he was just like, holding her down under his thumb and and then who gets to be in charge of his billions yeah her. she was like
0: the queen regent yeah. almost kind of yeah. yeah and then there's that like chilling moment where she's looking at a bust of him mm-hmm. and that was just it was just like unsettling and yeah uncomfortable. i thought she was gonna smash it on the ground i was kind of hoping she yeah. would i would have like personally i would have brought it to my son and been like your grandfather fucking sucks you want to destroy this yeah let's <laughs> hit it with a hammer i'd be like let's go get a bunch of baseball bats and you and i will just wail on this in the yeah. middle of a field and then we'll just leave it there because who cares you yeah, know like exactly there you go or do the the um the pigeon you know the pit the um no yeah clay pigeons oh yeah, yeah they're shooting the yeah. clay pigeons yeah do that do that. She's like,
1: yeah.
0: but what did they say, like one or whatever?
1: No, they say, uh, is it throw
0: or? No, I think it's, I don't remember. Anyway, It's like, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't have been as satisfying as tearing it apart with a baseball bat, though. That's, I mean, the baseball bat would probably be destroyed, yeah. but you just keep getting more. That's, That's the right. whole point. I mean, he's is rich. You, you can you have gotta, as many baseball bats yeah, as you want. Yeah. I know. It's, anyway, so... Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I have another one. Major, one thing that gave me major, major ick was um, how he was talking about, I can't remember what the figurine was, but he was talking about how he spent an, ar- like an hour arguing with like this poor merchant. That was the Minotaur. That, yeah, okay. Yeah. Over this figurine, and I was like, it was like five extra dollars? Yeah, it was like $17, <gasps> and he he talked him down to
1: like $11. Eleven? Yeah. And I
0: was like oh my like and he's just like so like infuriatingly proud of himself like he's like (laughs) i cheaped out a poor uh poverty-ridden merchant and i'm like oh good for you do you feel great sitting in your opulent fucking throne like looking over everyone like yeah and he
1: he was like i finally talked him down and i was like who has the energy
0: to talk someone down five dollars i mean it, like, for me, even, like, even someone who doesn't have money, for me, if I'm going to a, a different country where I'm buying stuff, like, I am a tourist, maybe you should gouge me a little. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's how, they make, it's how they make a living, yeah. It's like, exactly, like, I'm there to buy things, I'm happy to pay a couple extra dollars if it means it's your way of living, you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. Uh, like, I'm not stingy, I'm not a stingy person, so it's it was it's crazy and he like
1: did his own laundry he like washed his own yes. clothes by hand because he didn't want to pay somebody to do it
0: he's like oh i oh, pay ten dollars a mo- uh, a week or whatever i was yeah. like oh yeah ten dollars is a lot of money like oh so strange such God. a strange mindset so yeah i um, i do i do agree with you i think that i think Christopher Plummer did a very, a perfectly infuriating version of this, but I think Kevin Mm -hmm. Spacey would have been a little bit more infuriating. Yeah. He he definitely has that coldness to him and Mm -hmm. just where you're like, oh shit, don't fuck with this guy. You know? I would
1: buy that there's like not a heart under there. I
0: would probably say that's pretty accurate, Mm -hmm. seeing as all those allegations have come forward, you know?
1: Yeah. You're not a good
0: person if you're going around as saying people you know yeah. what I mean so yeah anyway so would you recommend the movie uh well that's
1: that's an interesting question cause I thought it was a good movie I thought it was an interesting movie uh it was well made performances were pretty good like Michelle Williams was awesome I thought um I love her by the way yeah the I more I, like I her see her the more yeah, I like she's her she's super talented yeah, yeah. And uh, so, but it was just, it was hard to watch. It was. Because there wasn't much happiness or redeeming qualities in it. Even when they rescued him, it wasn't, like, it was was a slightly shallow victory because of all the horrible things that had happened. And then knowing the true story. Yeah. It just makes the whole thing feel really sad. So, I don't know if I'd call it a must-see. I don't know if I would tell people, oh, yeah, no, you should watch it because it's just um it's just hard to watch and yeah. it's not like a fun movie it's it's interesting more than anything like i don't even know if it's entertaining it's more just interesting it's like enraging yeah, too. And, yeah. and the and like i said the real story like usually when you watch stuff that's based on a true story it's like the ending is usually like something cool happens but in this one it's just things just stay bad I know
0: the ending is like you're like okay everything's ca- everything's going to get better isn't it And it doesn't
1: <laughs> so I don't know if I would but not because it's a bad movie just cuz it's a bad story like just cuz real life this is maybe this movie is maybe like the top candidate for the truth being stranger than fiction i think yeah
0: um, yeah how about you would you recommend um, it yeah i think i would i mean it would it would obviously depend on the person but i liked it mm-hmm. i thought it was um it held my interest the entire time i kept thinking about it it's a fascinating if not super ridiculously sad story um and I think the performances were all really good. Mm-hmm. I think in general, it's it's a good film. I mean, I would say it's a great film, honestly. Uh, but it is. It's a very difficult film to watch. It's not an easy... Yeah. You're not going to sit down and be like, let's watch something lighthearted. What about all the money in the world? Yeah, like, no. Yeah, you, you finish that, and you're going to be like, okay, so people are terrible. Great, yeah. that's great. Um, it just makes you really aware of just how awful people can be. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. You know? So that's what I would say. If you like our podcast, uh, go to iTunes. Please give us five stars. It helps us out. And thank you so much to Mike Myers for our theme music.
1: Yeah. You can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42. Thank you, Mike.
0: Thanks, Mike. Bye bye.